Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of the Horror Fiends podcast. I'll be your host tonight. I'm joined by my good buddy, Sauce. Sauce, how are we doing tonight? Doing good. I'm excited to talk about some Terrifier. Nice. Yes, tonight we will be discussing Terrifier. This is a uh, an 80s-themed, 80s-style slasher movie that came out in 2016. It was a uh, Netflix-released movie where I believe it did some pretty good numbers and has kind of uh, taken off in the last couple weeks. This would have been a great um, Halloween choice, but we ran out of time. And we're still getting this one in shortly after Halloween. So if you're still feeling spooky, this is a great movie to watch. If you're still in that uh, that Halloween vibe. it was Like I said, it was released in 2016. Uh, it's actually an unrated movie. It is not rated R or PG-13. Uh, probably for good reason. Uh, the director of this movie is Damien Leone. And uh, the main character, Art the Clown, uh, is kind of turned into like this horror icon, I would say, in the last couple weeks. Strictly because Terrifier 2 just came out. But uh, Art the Clown is played by David Howard Thornton. And uh, we have two other cast members that are really kind of of importance, to be honest with you. Um, one is uh, Dawn, played by Catherine Corcoran. And the other is Tara Hayes, played by Jenna Cannell. There's a bunch of fucking Giuseppes in this movie who uh, we'll get into them a little bit. But this movie is filled with a lot of people who are strictly in this movie just to get fucking brutally destroyed and ripped apart by Art the Clown. So, uh, Sauce, is this a first time watch for you? Have you seen this before? No, this is my my second time watch. So I watched this movie actually with my girlfriend and we... I think at the time, I don't know what it was out on, if it was out on like Netflix or Hulu, something like that. We were just looking around and happened to be a free movie around Halloween time. We didn't watch the same, want to watch the same old Halloween movies and decided to give this a go. Um, I don't honestly remember it being as graphic and as gory the second time around. Maybe I just kind of flushed it out in my memory, yep. but that's quite a, a bold movie to watch with your girlfriend for just like a casual night let's sit down and watch yeah. this movie i would not recommend so. this for a casual movie watch with your girlfriend um i would recommend this as a casual watch with your buddy though because that's what me and sauce did we watched this one together in sauce's basement oh also i should probably mention why chris isn't here right now for all of you who are uh simping for chris chris recently has been kidnapped by al-qaeda and uh he will not be joining us tonight Unfortunately, he is being held for ransom, and uh, we just don't have enough followers yet to really win him back. So uh, until then, uh, probably till next week, Chris will be uh, out. Chris will not be joining us, but we will probably get his thoughts on this movie um, and play it, maybe even in this podcast, actually. That remains to be seen. So um, Chris watched it. He just know that he, he's actually sick, and... Uh, he has the suds and he won't be able to, uh, he's not feeling well enough to record. So it's, instead it'll just be me and sauce talking about, uh, art, the clown and his Halloween shenanigans. So, uh, without further ado, I think we should, uh, let's put a little score to this movie poster. Um, sauce, I will describe to you what I'm looking at here and you can tell me if, uh, if I'm missing anything. So basically this is a very simple poster. This is just a, gigantic fucking picture of art the clown's head and he's uh he's smiling you know he's showing his gums a little bit there his chompers look like they're definitely in need of some some crest some some toothbrush in here he's got fucking disgusting teeth 
Uh, Straight black gums. He's got all black gums. He's got kind of like blood blood almost on his teeth. He's got like pretty serious eyeshadow going on. And he's got like painted on eyebrows. His face is all white and he's got his stupid little fucking hat on. And uh, it just says terrifier and spooky font at the bottom. And then he got a couple quotes on the side that uh, basically are trying to hype it up and give it some give it some cred. Am I missing anything sauce? Is there anything sticking out here that I that catches your eye? No, it's just uh like you said, a picture art the clown. We got some uh reviews on there worth noting. No five stars. Um only four star <laughs> reviews. Um so no one wanted to give it the big old five star review. But that's hilarious um, to me that I find that interesting. Five stars. <laughs> and they put it right on the, the cover picture of the movie, but that's a bold move. Um but yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah, Arctic Clown's kind of got a fucked up nose. What's that? What's that black dot on his nose? That's interesting. I just caught that for the first time. Oh, what you never noticed that? that? Why does no. he have a little black dot on his nose? That's just what he's got. It's like part of his fucking look. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. I'm thinking um, I'm going to give this movie poster. I mean. It does a pretty good job of telling you what the movie's going to be because this movie is pretty much just Start the Clown. And uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to give this one like a 1.9. Like I would like to have seen something kind of cooler going on here, but it's okay. It kind of tells you the movie's about a clown and it's pretty creepy looking. I agree. I am right around in the same ballpark as you. I, I don't know what they would do differently for a pitcher, like you said, but... Um, I just I don't like the fact that they put the ratings on there and the yeah it's pretty it's pretty so stupid to be honest I think with you. that's pretty pretty dumb so I'm gonna give this like a, a two very nice all right so we got the fucking movie poster rated so now let's talk about this movie right away I think we're just gonna lead off and say this is probably the most brutal episode or bru- most brutal movie that we've watched to date on this podcast um this makes some of the other fucking titles look like pussy shit to be honest in terms of uh you know the overall gore level and just the generic uh, vibe of the movie this one's pretty hostile but yeah all right let's get into the plot um if you haven't seen this this is a uh spoiler warning for you if you want you can throw this on um watch it real quick if not then fucking take a back seat i'm sure there's some people out there that just want to know about the movie and don't give a single flying fuck about watching it so we'll break it down for you so yeah, this movie starts off, uh, we're looking at a small TV where there's a interview, a talk show host talking to a disfigured woman whose face is all fucked up. Um, she is uh, reported as the sole survivor of a Halloween massacre. Um, this chick's face is like missing eyeballs and it's like clearly disfigured. We're also watching this on like a tiny ass little Zenith television and it appears that someone is is like just watching this interview we're kind of watching from their perspective they mentioned that uh the body of the killer only known as art the clown has disappeared from the morgue uh the disfigured woman insists that she saw him die uh we then cut back to a man who appears to be dressed up kind of as a clown fucking kicking the shit out of the tv and then he starts uh he starts loading up during this main title sequence. He starts filling up a garbage fat garbage bag full of like crazy fucking weapons and bladed objects. And uh it's pretty much like this man is on a mission, like whoever he is, he's 
got a fucking uh, onslaught of tools that uh, all appear pretty disgusting and rusted and bloody as if they've been used before. Uh, so anyways, we'll cut, cut away from that. We cut back to this interview host whose name is Monica Brown. Uh, and she is talking on the phone to somebody and is talking about how disgusting and uh, brutal this uh, victim's face is. We cut to uh, a shot that the victim is actually fucking just chilling in the wardrobe of this fucking news anchor, just staring at her. And we, the audience kind of see that she's listening. Uh, meanwhile, the reporter continues to just rip on her for being uh, fucked up pretty much. And then uh, this disfigured woman just jumps out and um, jump scares the fuck out of the audience and just gouges out the eyes of the uh, the movie host. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the opening title sequence. Sauce, I miss anything there in that title sequence, or is that pretty much it? No, that's pretty much it. We get a little preview right at the clown. We get the the mangled face chick um, yep. talking about him, and then she just. Uh, I think you didn't touch on the the interview right after the interview was done. She uh, she's talking some shit about this girl, kind of making fun of her, the way that her face looks. Like, did you? She was talking to someone else on the phone, and she just says, "You know, did you see what that chick looks like?" Um, the dude's like, "Yeah, it looks brutal on TV." And the chick goes back and says, "Like, yeah, what do you think it looks like in person? It's it's even worse." Yeah. And the chick actually, the mangled face girl, hears that, and then there's like a scene where she slowly disappears and then she just comes back out of nowhere gouges her eyes out so yeah yeah her eyeball is just hanging out of her head too it's pretty uh, yeah that that was bad too the uh the eyeball popping out there it was a pretty disgusting scene to start the movie yeah probably one of the more brutal opening scenes that we've watched yep. i think that and the other only other one that comes to mind is uh possessor that opening scene too yep that yeah. one uh, definitely sets the movie off. It sets the tone pretty well for the rest of the movie, I have to say. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so from there, we cut away from this interview scene. And we cut to Halloween night, and we see a couple of drunk girls uh, who go by the names Tara and Dawn. Uh, they're coming back from a party. It looks like they're just wrapping up. It's like 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning, and they're trying to go back to their car. And then we uh, we come across our boy. Uh, our homie Art is just fucking walking around at night. He's got a giant fucking garbage bag out, implying that uh, he was the guy that we were sort of watching earlier, to no one's surprise. Oh, also, I should mention, Art the Clown did, like, the superhero fucking, like, suit-up scene while he was filling up his bag. So I just wanted, like, they it was him putting his makeup on and getting into gear and putting his stupid fucking hat on. And uh, I just want to make mention of that. It was actually kind of funny. Yeah. So anyways, these two friends, they leave a party. Art the Clown uh, follows them into a pizzeria. The girls sort of hang out in this pizzeria right away. Um, the one girl, Tara, is definitely off-put by Art the Clown showing up and sort of just fucking making faces at them and staring at them. They also roasted Art's ass when they saw him on the street earlier, t- calling him a fucking... Uh, I can't remember what exactly they called him, but they started like making fun of him, which probably set Art off in the direction of, all right, these girls, I'm going to go after these girls. So yeah, the, the restaurant owner who's there um offers to fucking kick out art the client or he doesn't offer to kick out he pretty much just tells art to get the fuck out of his restaurant for sneaking onto his premises and uh art the clown well hang on i think i'm getting out of whack here i think i'm mixing up a couple of scenes right now no i mean he, he comes in he uh he sits down right next to them and kind of just stares down is it tara the goth yes. chick yeah he stares her down and just like kind of scares the shit out of her um 
And then from there, like the blonde chick goes up to him and it's like, oh, this dude isn't scary. I'm going to take a selfie with him. And she takes his hat and kind of pulls it back and whips it right in his face. Oh, yeah. She really starts fucking with him. I forgot about that. Like a big old, like a big old fuck you just takes his little clown hat and just snaps it like a little rubber band directly back in his face and takes a selfie with him. Right. Um, And that kind of pisses him off. Yep. Um, I think the only other thing you didn't cover there is Art goes up to the gumball machine and buys Tara that cheesy little ring. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like very, very creepy. Um, so he buys her like a, a fake gumball ring. Um, and then from there, he, he goes into the bathroom and we don't see what happens there, but he gets kicked out for whatever the hell he did in the bathroom. Right, right. So, yeah, the main sequence is Art follows them to the pizzeria. They start teasing him. The one girl takes a selfie with him. She buys her a ring. He buys Tara a ring. Tara is clearly creeped out. Dee is not intimidated by him whatsoever. And then Art goes to the bathroom. He, like, disappears for a little bit. They start talking about what they're going to do, or, like, what's going on with this clown. Uh, and then we get introduced to uh, one of our first Giuseppe candidates, who is the <laughs> pizza shop employee. Not the owner. He's just an Italian guy. Who also you could consider Giuseppe. But... He, even more so of a Giuseppe is the worker who has to go into the bathroom and they reveal like there's like blood and like feces, just like there's shit all over this bathroom wall, implying that art just like <laughs> completely made a mess of the place. And art's like cracking up laughing as he's like escorted out of the restaurant. So anyways, um, from there, art kind of fucks off. He gets kicked out of the restaurant. He disappears uh, the girls get out of there. Oh, yeah, the pizza guy goes to mop up the shit. He kind of, like, you you understand that this guy's going to go in there and clean it up. Uh, Dee and Tara go back to their car where they find that their tires are slashed. They reveal that there's blood and guts all over the bathroom walls. Not very clear where that came from. Uh, maybe Art the Clown just has it on him at all times. We're not really sure. Tara, instead, instead of um, riding her cut car home she calls her sister up for a lift her sister is named victoria or vicky we kind of cut to her we see what she looks like she says okay i'll come and pick you up then basically they go and fucking wait around they're waiting for a lift tara just fucking out of nowhere decides that she wants to go she has to go use the bathroom so she goes and meets i think the probably the best candidate for giuseppe which is mike the exterminator who is working in this vacant house in the middle of the night on Halloween. He is just on the clock. Maybe that's when fucking pest workers do their work. But this guy is on the job at this fucking place just working away. And Tara... At the time, though, he was out for a, a dart break. He was Oh, right. Darts. That's right. We are introduced... That, that's the only reason she, she sees him. Right. he's so ripping he, darts. Exactly. This dude's got Giuseppe written all over him, by the way, when he's introduced... Tara goes in there. She goes into this like absolutely foul-looking bathroom. This building is in complete disrepair. It's a real piece of shit. Uh, she goes there, which kind of isolates Dawn, the blonde girl, uh, in her car where Art stumbles upon her. Uh, hops in the car. Tara thinks it's... Or sorry, D thinks that it's Tara. It is not. It is your boy, Art the Clown. From there, pretty much... Uh, they don't show what happens to Dawn, so it just cuts right back to oh, Tara. Right. And... We meet the fucking Catwoman, I think, yep. right about here. So Tara runs into this crazy fucking, I don't know if she's supposed to be a vagrant or 
if she's just an insane fucking delusional lady who lives inside this apartment who carries around a baby doll like like a doll and thinks that it's actually her child i don't know what the fuck this character is all about but we'll get into this a little bit bit later because this character only gets weirder from here so anyways we meet this fucker it's one of the most foul looking bathrooms we've ever seen there's a uh giuseppe like we said earlier he loves darts art eventually reveals himself to get inside the building and he is just uh stanced up and he meets tara as tara is coming out and he's got a scalpel in his hand and he is just fucking like staring at her with this goofy ass smile on his face it is actually a pretty funny scene and this sort of sets in motion i think act two of the movie here which is basically takes place inside of this uh rundown uh disrepair apartment building slash garage it's a really strange setting to be honest with you yeah that's pretty much it though this we got the diner and pretty much this rundown house and that that is literally the two locations this movie takes place exactly there and maybe the hospital at the end but yeah the hospital at the end but i mean that's hardly a fucking location um yeah so anyways we sort of go into like this chase scene almost where tara is obviously frightened about art the clown uh she attempts to uh hide behind these cars and it sort of goes into this drawn out fucking scene where tara is hiding behind a bunch of cars and Art is like stalking her. It's kind of a cool suspense scene at first, but I think it gets a little old pretty quick. It kind of like runs its fucking uh, runs its minutes up a little bit right here. Art catches Tara um, before she can get help from Giuseppe. That is being uh, Mike, who is just sticking around upstairs, like listening to music and cannot hear Tara uh, calling out for help. Being a total just, Giuseppe. He is just being a Giuseppe. And uh, Art sticks her with this needle, which injects her with something. We cut to probably the most brutal scene I may have ever seen in a horror movie. It's definitely top five for me, where Tara is basically in sort of like this chamber that sort of is reminiscent of how we introduce Art earlier when he is stocking up with his fucking bladed weapons and stuff like that. She's bound to a chair, Tara is. Art reveals Don, the friend. Uh, upside down, completely naked, also duct taped, and uh, she's sort of like attached with like a, I don't know, like chains by her feet upside down. And you can tell like all the blood is like rushing to her head. And uh, things aren't looking pretty good for, for Tara here. She's suspended upside down. Uh, Art starts fucking around with Tara a little bit and takes out a hacksaw, goes over to her friend Dawn, and uh, he starts... Chopping her down the middle, uh, lengthwise, with a hacksaw, starting with the coochie, and uh, right down the pussy. He goes, <laughs> he goes right down Main Street. <laughs> uh, Tara, he try, Tara tries to help. She obviously fucking cannot, and she has to watch as her friend gets sawed by Art. And uh, Art is just, like, sawing away and, like, making, like, pretty objectively kind of funny faces while he's, like, (laughs) (laughs) ripping her down the middle. I mean, it's a very gruesome scene and, like, her guts spill out as uh, (laughs) she gets sawed in half. And then... uh, I think it's... I was going to say, I think it's worth noting, too, this scene was pretty quick. It was, like, he saws her pretty much down the middle. He doesn't finish... Like, he finishes around her head area. It's just disgusting. Yeah. But he doesn't fully cut her in half. He leaves her head, like, 
halfway connected. Yeah, he goes. Like he a, pretty much like stops at the nose, chain. basically. Yeah. So the body is still like connected by these two ropes. It doesn't swing apart fully because he didn't fuck cut fully through. Right. He leaves it right at the halfway through the head. It's just it's disgusting. Yeah. It is a very gruesome scene. Pretty good uh, practical effects, I have to say, though. I'll give it some credit for that. We also, I, I think I skipped over the fact also, I think they do like a quick reveal during this shit or like right before this shit that Art fucking decapitated and put candles instead of the pizza shop owner. Um, yeah. At some point, he went back and just obliterated this uh, this pizza <clears throat> shop owner. Um the employee too. Yeah, the, the employee. employee scene is worse. I had that down in my notes. Yeah, he stabbed him in the face like a million times, and it showed like a scene with his tongue flopping around. Right, it's really graphic too. Right. So yeah, uh, Giuseppe number one bites the dust. He he definitely got fucked up. So Tara, after the uh, during the sawing scene, she is uh, slowly sort of escaping her bonds to this chair. She escapes and gets a stab off on Art. Art is not very pleased after getting stabbed. This is where the movie, in my opinion, sort of takes a fucking dip in quality um, right after the, agree. this scene. I think it takes like another step down. Art Just Unrealistic scenes coming up. Yeah, it basically the movie sort of gets ridiculous. So anyways, Tara pretends, or she doesn't pretend. She basically is like egging on Art the Clown after she hits him several times with like a piece of plywood over the head. And she starts telling him to, like, stand back up. And uh, she fucking pays the price for it, like, immediately. So at least she fucking, you know, she got what was coming to her for giving Art, like, basically some time to recover. And she's basically just instigating him to fucking do something. So Art fucking shoots Tara in the leg and the stomach. And then he blasts away at her face. I think, like, this is, I, I will say the silver lining here. I think Art gets, like, progressively funnier for the rest of this movie. Like, he fucking yeah. flips the bird at her, I think, right around here after he just blasts her away. So, anyways, Tara, it's sort of implied that she is either severely hurt or she is fucking dead. So, it was kind of surprising that they would do away with this girl because I thought we were going to have, like, a another hour and a half standoff between these two where she's trying to escape and artist, you know, tracking her down. But, no, Tara just gets fucking obliterated with Art's little pistol that he keeps in his, in his uh, boot or his shoe. I should say. Oh yeah, it's implied that Tara's still alive. Okay, I wrote that down. So Tara is still alive after getting shot in the face. Um, if you remember that sauce, that was another unbelievable scene that me and you were both. I mean, was she? I, I thought she was. I just had in my notes that she got shot right in between the eyes. No, no, she got shot. I, I think that. she got shot first, like in the cheek, and they showed her face, and she's still like alive. And we were both oh. like, what the fuck? And then I think Art starts like unloading on her again. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I definitely remember him like putting the nail in the coffin and taking a bunch of extra shots. Yeah, from, that's what I think if happened. If I remember actually. correctly. Yep. A lot of the scenes in this movie get pretty hazy, honestly, from here because they all happen in the same setting and it all looks very similar. So, anyways, Tara is dead. She just got fucking blown away. Then we sort of switch targets over to this fucking um, crazy cat lady slash vagrant woman who's out of her mind. She sort of becomes the next uh, target. I think actually here we sort of cut back to Giuseppe. Oh yeah, so the cat lady witnesses Tara getting blasted away by Art. So yeah. basically goes to grab Mike slash Giuseppe to call the police. 
Mike thinks that she's out of her mind. His acting is not particularly good in this scene. Mike is fucking still doing his job. Art comes up and hits him in the back of the head with a hammer. Uh, knocks him out unconscious, which is pretty tame for Art, to be honest with you. A hammer to the head is very mild for our main clown here. Cat Lady discovers Art fucking around with her doll. This <laughs> this scene here, oh my god. Vicky's uh, also getting in the mix, I think, at this point, too. Art I think, I think Vicky comes come in around next. Back. Yeah, Vicky comes in next, trying to find her sister. The Cat Lady... Just fucking talking to Art the Clown. She tries to like, ple- like show some compassion for him, and uh, <laughs> she like says like, you know, like, do you need a mother or something to that effect? I don't know exactly remember what the fuck she said. But this scene is cringe as fuck. Are and you Art capable Clown, of showing no mercy? Yes, yeah. She says something, she says, something along those lines. She says something really... like that, and Art the Clown is fucking like cradling and like rocking back and forth with this stupid fucking fake doll. I mean, the the movie just goes off the rails right around this point. So Vicky arrives. She's lured into the basement of this building by Art. Art is kind of like fucking around with her. There we see that this the crazy woman has completely been scalped, first of all. So she's missing the top of her head. And she's still alive, though. She's right? still alive. I think she's alive, but scalped. Yep, she is alive. She is scalped. And she is definitely missing her tits. And uh, we, we do another quick cut to show that it was not, it was like a fake out. Like the woman that Vicky thought was the cat lady or just a woman was just Art the Clown ass naked wearing the scalp of the cat lady and is wearing her tits like on his own chest. Yep. So what did you think about that scene? <laughs> Uh, like like you said, the uh, the movie goes off the rails. So yes. I mean, it was just a bizarre scene. Cut off her tits and is wearing them. Uh, also wearing her her scalped hair and head. And then he also starts acting extremely feminine. He starts walking around while he's <laughs> naked. Um, and just I that's the only way I can describe it. It's just he's walking. He starts around like flaunting. Feminine. He's like flaunting and like walking yes. like a woman. So yes, it's just it is just a a bizarre scene. Yes. Uh, there's something going on with Art's cock and balls as well. I can't, you can't really make, I try, I like pause it and rewind it. I couldn't really tell what was going on, but it, it looks like he's missing his cock and balls. And I'm not sure if it's just bloody or I don't know what the fuck that situation was all about. So anyways, I mean, who the hell even knows? Uh, that's, that's, that's beside the point. So Art, it's kind of funny. Like on the second watch, it was definitely funny. The first watch, I was just fucking bewildered at what I was watching. The second watch, it actually is kind of funny. Like, Art the Clown is actually kind of funny in this movie. He does lots of shit that is pretty brutal. But if you're just watching it for to have a good time, Art the Clown's kind of like a pretty funny clown. He's just fucking out of his mind. Mike's co-worker arrives. I don't know what his fucking name is, but he is now officially Giuseppe number three. He works for the same extermination company and he can't get a hold of Mike. Uh, so he just fucking shows up. This is now also he shows up all Vicky's getting chased. Yeah, Vicky is under duress. Uh, Art is just kind of fucking with her when she's locked away in like a cabinet. Basically, this is the fourth person, the fourth random person to appear at this apartment on Halloween night at, I don't know, maybe three in the morning or four in the morning. I think they actually give that time when Vicky is driving to the site. Uh, they also say that, you know, the pizza workers, as Vicky was writing down, have been fucking killed. 
basically they're documenting Art the Clown's fucking Halloween more path that he's on. So anyways, um, Vicky manages to escape Art and there's sort of like this new chase scene between Art and Vicky. Art is distracted temporarily by Mike's coworker. <laughs> the scene's stupid as fuck too. He gets stabbed. His throat gets slit. I thought this was up there for one of the most brutal. Oh yeah, it, his, his this the manner in which like he gets they just caught. Completely show his head slowly getting cut into and ripped apart. Yes. And just like ripped you off. You basically There's have a POV shot of another bad one. Art, you know, like opening his head like a fucking Pez dispenser. Yes, that's like the perfect way to describe it. It's slowly being cut open and pulled back, ripped open like a like a Pez dispenser would be opened. <laughs> it's just brutal. It is a rather brutal scene, but I was just pissed off at the way that Art the Clown captures him because essentially what happens is fucking uh he discovers the doll that the cat lady had and he was just like fucking fascinated by it and he felt the need to like sit down and look at it, which allows Art to come up behind him and make him turn him into the human pez dispenser. The movie kind of stays off the rails. Or it goes further off the rails with that fucking guy. So anyways, we have this brutal kill of Giuseppe number three. Art then discovers a tricycle and he starts fucking riding around on this little tricycle while he's chasing Vicky. He sort of puts his attention back on Vicky, the original victim. He's like fucking riding around. He's like honking his horn. He is just having the time of his life on this tricycle. And then he uh, goes off camera and it's implied that he just fucking crashes his tricycle for no reason. I It's worth noting, I think that scene was a... Uh... Kind of a saw ripoff. It could, it very well it could have definitely been. Definitely just stealing it from Saw yeah, for sure. It, Since we've just recently watched that movie, they completely just stole it from yeah, Saw. Yeah, this is our second fucking villain on a tricycle in less than three episodes. Yes. So, yeah, definitely a little derivative there. Maybe it was supposed to be like a shout out. But either way, it's it kind of funny. Vicky escapes art, uh, but she discovers her sister's corpse, and it's sort of. Um, like strung up and I think it's like got like circus lights or something like that along the sister's very mutilated body who, you know, has like six or seven bullet holes in her face. It was yep. at this point in the movie, like I thought this was the girl from the beginning of the movie, the the corpse of Tara, but it was not. Art eventually catches up to her with this fucking like brutal, like sort of like whip object that's full of like metal. I don't even know what they are. They're like chains and like, yeah, it was some sort of chain yeah. that he's just beating her with. Right. It's like rusty-ass fucking chains. Like, everything in this movie is rusty anyways, but... Art beats the shit out of her. Giuseppe Mike uh, appears to save the day. He comes back from his fucking hammer to the head, and uh, he basically is able to temporarily sort of, like, stun Art the Clown. Saves the sister, manages to call the police... Eventually, Art the Clown catches back up to these two as they're trying to escape the building. They eventually find, sort of like go into like this locked slash trapped doorway that they can't escape while Art sort of like pins them or traps them in there. Art the Clown sort of has like a fist fight with uh, this guy, Giuseppe Mike, and uh, eventually Curb stomps his head like a fucking watermelon, which is actually a pretty funny scene. This is the last Giuseppe, I believe, of the movie to go down. He is the head honcho Giuseppe. That's it. That's all the Giuseppes. Yeah, they're all they're all toast after this. Vicky manages to get through this door. Basically, Vicky goes back inside of this fucking building, I think. I can't really tell, or if it's just like the neighboring building. She like goes right back into where she just escaped from. Like a different portion of the same building, which is 
so fucking stupid. That, I mean, it just confused me. I thought she was going to get out. It looked like she was yeah, out, she, and then all of a sudden she's back she in. She did kind of make it out while Art was curb stomping Mike. Art, you know, he fucking goes, he manages to uh, get inside of a car. I believe it was fucking Giuseppe's extermination truck, right? Or maybe it was just a car parked. But Art yeah. rams through a door that Vicky was just fucking watching him through because, of course, she's still, you know, right there. I guess he permanently injures Vicky from escaping. Uh, so she's kind of just laying there helplessly. And then Art starts to, it appears as though he's starting to chow, chow down on her face, on Vicky's face here. Art is like, it's like, he's like nibbling on her or like peeling, peeling like her eyeball out or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. Anyways, the, the cops finally fucking arrive on the scene while he's like chowing down on her face. They're like holding a gun to him and, Art sort of is just like kind of pissed off and like he's like oh no you caught me and then uh, he fucking shoots himself in his own head with his pistol that he keeps on him shoots himself inside of his own mouth um, before the police can apprehend him end the movie with a fucking uh, stupid ass scene in my opinion where Art gets taken to a morgue along with a couple of his the dead bodies from the scene a coroner unzips Art's body bag Art somehow fucking comes back to life for an uh, no apparent reason. Like, he should be dead. Art just, you know, comes back to life and strangles this coroner to death. And then we cut to the hospital. Vicky survives getting her face fucking chewed off by Art the Clown. Um, and it's sort of revealed, like, there's a, this big reveal that she was the chick from the beginning of the movie saying that, uh, yeah, so basically you watched the Af- the uh, the aforementioned uh, murder spree that they talk about at the very opening scene of the movie where Art had a Halloween fucking uh, bonanza, killing bonanza. So yeah, Vicky is this disfigured woman who gouged the eyes out of the fucking news reporter, which does not fit her character at all. So yeah, that's how the movie fucking ends. I think that's it. Yeah. I think we covered it all. Uh, it's a pretty fucking straightforward plot. I mean, nothing particularly crazy happens i mean all right maybe it's all a bunch of crazy shit that happens but it all kind of happens in like no time like it feels like very quick yeah it is a lot of crazy shit that's happening but it's not a complex yeah there's nothing to this movie it is it is a very straightforward plot it is just art the clown going to town on a bunch of people just arriving to this abandoned house so about as straightforward as it gets yep when it comes to the plot yep think like the best thing i could say for this movie is the practical effects are very good like that's the yes. the disgustingness of the gore is very good i would say i don't think it does it i don't think it's enough to bail this movie out from being kind of boring and stupid and ridiculous um like some of the decisions these characters make are just beyond apprehension i would say and uh none of them are i would say none of these actors are good besides art the clown to be honest with you, Tara was okay, I think, but she is written very stupid when she, you know, clearly has the upper hand on art when she's yeah. whacking away at him. And uh, then she just fucking begs art to kill her. And he does. I don't know. Um, in general sauce, would you recommend this movie or, or no? That is, that's tough for me. I don't know if I'd recommend it. I mean, if you just want to, watch something graphic and gross if that's your type of movie then yeah 
I mean, without reviewing my overall thoughts and score of the movie, I don't think it's anything that's great. Yep. I don't think it's like a, a fantastic movie at all. It's just kind of what it has going for it is constant action and extremely graphic scenes are the two things it has going for it. So there's always something going on. There's always someone that's about to get killed. Yep. And the kill scenes are extremely graphic. So if that's up your alley, then. By all means, definitely watch this movie. If you're a fucking freak um, that likes to see mangled bodies, then I couldn't think of a better movie to recommend, to be honest with you. Yeah, this is your movie. I think for a casual watcher. One. No. While we're on this topic as well, I just want to put out there that if you are going to watch this movie, I would absolutely not recommend eating food while trying to watch this movie because like we said earlier at the beginning of the podcast, me and John watched this movie um together we watched it late at night we uh threw in a, a frozen pizza and we were ha- chowing on some pizza while trying to watch this movie and it was tough to after watching some of these scenes eat your food after how just disgusting these scenes are it just completely ruined my appetite so right. it is that serious and graphic of a movie that it will totally throw off um your appetite it'll make you just sick to your stomach watching some of these scenes so yep just want to throw that out. Be there. careful of the red-based foods because they will be much less appetizing during during yes. this watch. I was having a tough time throwing down that pizza. Yeah, I think we started eating that pizza right as she started getting cut in half lengthwise. Yeah, I remember that was the exact time we started eating our pizza when the chick was just getting sawed right down the pussy. So, yep, that scene wasn't great, Tom. Not great. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. I, this movie tries to like compare itself to like an eighties flick. And you know, like when I first watched this movie, I did not think, I did not think of it as like something on the same level as Friday the 13th or Halloween or anything like that. This is just way too brutal to be compared to those. Like even some of the newer ones aren't as brutal as this is in terms of the practical effects. Do I think it's better than those ones? No. Do I think it's on the same plain as those ones in terms of quality i would say yes i don't know i feel like this is definitely much more of it's kind of like its own thing it's definitely a modern movie in my opinion where it's sort of sort of trying to ride the coattails of pennywise and maybe a little bit of jigsaw with the fucking tricycle and it just feels a little bit like it's a it it definitely has a modern flair to it so um i'll give it that what did you think about like the halloweeniness of this like did that win you any points at all or no not really no it was just at the beginning and literally it's like the the afterthoughts of a halloween party and they're just walking around drunk so yeah it really does not have a halloween theme or vibe at all no. at least for me the pizza shop has like some halloween decorations and the two girls are dressed up as like cats but like other than yeah. that it feels very like shoehorned in there and it has nothing to do with anything that happens in the garage or the chase scenes I think those chase scenes are pretty, they get pretty, pretty tiresome after a while only because the setting doesn't change a whole lot and it's kind of boring. I would have liked to have seen a little more variation as the movie went on. I mean, I I think just overall, like this movie is a one time type of watch. I just, it like lends itself to, if you've seen it once, You've kind of seen it. If you watch it again, like I watch, this yeah, is my second there's watch. No need to see it again. I didn't really get anything out of this one other than the fact that I thought it was kind of funny. Like Art the Clown kind of got funnier with some of his facial expressions. So I'll give him some credit for that. Like I did kind of, I, I wrote down LOL in my notes a couple times when Art was like, 
particularly the scene where Art was like stanced up when he first me- uh, meets up with Tara inside. He's like kind of like holding a scalpel like this. I thought it was like a pretty creepy scene. I kind of like that. That's kind of about everything I have to say for this movie. Um, do we want to name Art the Clown the villain sauce? No. No, it's mental illness. Yes. yes. It might be mental illness. It's definitely it's Art the Clown, and there it is not even close. Yep, Art, that's an easy villain nomination. I think you'll be uh, one of our candidates for end of the year best villains, to be honest with you, because... He is, he is definitely a, a pretty good villain. Like, they set him up very well. and They don't really explain a whole lot about this fucking clown. He has no backstory. He is just a guy who nope. has an abundance of sharp objects and starts fucking with these girls b- because they might have, you know, like, made fun of him as he was walking around earlier. It's not really clear if that's how Art, like, intended to spend his night. I think maybe it is a little bit because he's got his like fucking satchel full of uh, tools. So I think maybe it's implied that he was going to go out and kill some people. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't. What do you think? Do you think he was just going to go out and kill people that night? Or do you think those girls like pissed him off? Uh, I think both. I think he was up to no good. He was uh, clearly walking around the streets with uh, some bad intentions. So. I think he was planning something. Like you said, he had his tools. And also, he uh, he needed a little extra motivation with people edging him on to, to fuck around with True. him. So I think it was both. Um, another funny scene I want to make sure that we mentioned that happened that I forgot is uh, after Art cuts that chick down the middle lengthwise, he takes a selfie with the girl who took a selfie with him earlier, which was actually a pretty funny That's scene. Right. I, I actually liked that quite a bit on the second watch. and the first watch, I was just <laughs> still kind of like, trying to process what was going on in the movie because it was just a lot to take in. Uh, we could probably move on to favorite scene. Oh, actually let's, let's nominate Giuseppe. I vote Giuseppe Mike. Who do you think? When you're saying Giuseppe Mike, are you referring to the, ball guy. the dart dude? The ball guy. The ball guy. Yes. That is, that is main Giuseppe of the movie. Yeah. And I would agree. He is. Um, this movie definitely has the most Giuseppe's I've ever seen in a single movie. These characters <laughs> strictly exist to get fucked. By art. I think I mentioned that earlier when I started this movie, but there is at least four Giuseppes in this movie. We'll see if it earns it some bonus points when I give it a score for just the sheer amount of Giuseppes that they entered into this. Yep. All right. So favorite scene in the movie. Sauce, do you think you have your favorite scene in mind? There's a lot. There's a fucking lot here. There's a lot of crazy scenes that happen in here. And I've been... There this is. is probably the most difficult thing to give in this movie in terms of this podcast. So... I'll let you take the first crack at it. I'll clean up your scraps. All right. I don't know if this is a scene that you think I'm going to pick. And it's actually one that we didn't really talk about. I'm not going to choose any of the graphic scenes. Um, I'm going to choose one of the funny scenes um, that kind of made me laugh. Uh, Maybe you'll pick up on this. I might have mentioned it or made a comment um, as we were watching the movie. But very end of the movie, when Victoria was escaping and then just out of nowhere decides to go back in. Uh, Art the Clown is kind of like pinned and I don't know if he's like pinned trying to go back in, which is what I think, uh, but he has this fucking ridiculous like clown horn oh. and he just starts <laughs> aggressively squeaking the clown horn, oh. sticking it through a little crack in the window and like cranking the clown horn at I her. totally forgot about um, that. That made, that made us fucking yeah. die laughing when he was just that- honking away at her. That scene was hilarious and just completely unnecessary, but I found it so funny yeah. that he was just like cranking this clown horn so aggressively. 
at her. Like he was pointing the clown horn at Victoria and just squeaking it, cranking it. Yeah, she's at like screaming. She's like terrified. Yeah. And he's just honking away. Was, yes, that's got to be oh, my favorite man. scene. It was just funny, just totally unexpected, and, and it made me laugh. So Interesting. that's it for me. I, I've been torn between a lot of couple couple scenes in this movie because there's a lot to pick from. Um, I think like the big three that I'm, I'm trying to choose between right now are uh, Giuseppe Mike getting fucking curb stomped like, and his head explodes like a watermelon. Uh, this It's like so like over the top and like that is not what would happen to a head if you stomped it. But I think actually, no. you know what? I think a better uh, comparison would be like if you smashed a pumpkin, like if you stomped through a pumpkin, that was kind of what it looks like. Um, yes. That scene just exploded everywhere. That scene for sure. I'm going to put the fucking getting sawed down the middle as, as another one, just because um, the first thing I think of when I think about terrifier is that scene. Um, those two kind of go hand in hand, which that, I think that's the obvious one. And then the third scene, this one is, is a bit debatable and I don't know if I want to make it my favorite scene, but it definitely cracked me the fuck up. Uh, like I was saying earlier, it was just art holding the scalpel, like staring at her kind of like sideways it just made me laugh and like are you talking about when he was just messing around with her yes yeah when he's just messing around before he kills her yeah it's it's before he drugs her and she runs to go find Giuseppe Mike if you can picture that um yeah. but i'm not going to pick any of those scenes i'm going to pick a scene that we did talk about which is where art is coming up the steps wearing a pair of tits that aren't his and he is like <laughs> dancing around and like flaunting around like a gay man or a woman. Uh, but and it was actually pretty funny on the second watch, uh, but also pretty disturbing on the first watch. So it kind of checks both of those boxes for me. And uh, I don't think I'll see another scene like that ever, ever in my life. So I'm going to give it to that <laughs> one. We'll see what Chris picks for his favorite scene when he gives us his, uh, his thoughts on terrifier. So yeah, it does it for our favorite scenes. What else do we got? So should we just go right into our favorite scores? I think so. We can give this movie our ranking yep. and then kind of talk about some spooks and goofs to, to wrap things up. But okay. Um, you want to go first for your rating? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go first. So, you know, this movie, again, I think the, the vast majority of audiences, this would be what people would consider a bad movie. It is low budget. You could see the low budget on it. I, it's definitely not trying to be a thinker. It is all face value. What you're seeing on screen is the entertainment value. There is no entertainment value from the story. There is no entertainment value from a character arc. There is no entertainment value from the setting. It is just strictly, do you enjoy watching people get harassed and fucked with by Art the Clown? Or do you even like Art the Clown? Um, On my first watch of this movie, I did not enjoy this movie at all. I thought it was a complete dud. I thought like, the only thing it had going for it was practical effects were pretty cool, but there's nothing else to give me any reason to like this movie. So uh, on the second watch, I'm glad that we watched this together. Sauce, this would have been a slog to get through. I think a second time uh, on my own. Um, Do I think it's scary? Yes. I think like this would fuck a lot of people up who are squeamish. Um, Oh yeah. I think this definitely is a scary movie, but I do not think it is a good movie by any means. Um, I think I'm going to give this movie... So I'm looking at my scores here, and I have a choice to make. I can either put this above Lights Out, which 
I, I think this movie is slightly better than that because this at least has a villain in it that is kind of uh, unique and believable and doesn't appear to be a total ripoff of other shit. Do I think this is better than Saw? I think it's like right even with me, this movie and Saw, which I know is going to drive you nuts, Sauce. <laughs> so I think this is right on that same plane. Ah, oh, man. I, I So originally I wrote down... 1.1 when I watched it, but now that we've kind of talked about some of the funny parts about it, it actually is kind of funny. So I think I'm going to give this one just underneath Saw. I'm going to give this a 1.5. Okay. What are you feeling? I respect it. I, I'm i feeling about the same. Like, I, I agree. I think this is one of the few movies we're on the, the same page with that. It's just, there's no plot. It's just straight up, if you enjoy people... Watching people get fucked up by Art the Clown in the most graphic and disgusting ways possible, then this is your movie. Other than otherwise, there is not much left to this movie. So I definitely would not watch it again. That's for sure. Um, I still don't know if I would recommend it to anyone. I don't know. I mean, there are some funny scenes, like you mentioned. I did enjoy some of the scenes, but really, uh, that's really all that it has going for it. I like the fact that it's constantly it has some entertainment throughout. It's not slow. Like, there's just always shit happening. It does have that going for it. Let, let me ask you this. Um, Do you, did you enjoy the first act? Sort of like the opening scene plus the diner scene? Yeah, no, I, I thought those scenes were good. I thought it, it built up uh, a pretty good start to the movie. It had that going for it, too. Um, but after that, like you said, it just kind of fell off a cliff. And it was just the same repetitive um, just killing scenes where it was just graphic that the uh, actual visuals were good. Like I've never seen more graphic and disgusting kills compared to that. But otherwise I just didn't really enjoy it at all. So I'm taking a look at my scores now. It's definitely going to be low. It's just a matter of how low I want to put this. And honestly, my lowest movie yet is Friday the 13th at a two. And I think this is going to have to be lower than that because I will never watch this. I probably won't ever want to watch it again. So I'm going to give it a a 1.7. Okay. Give it a 1.7. Okay. Very fair. Keep it on the higher end on the one side just because of the, the couple laughs in there. Yep. Um, the visuals were good, but just too graphic for my taste. So I think it's fair enough. Yep. I, of a score. I would I would be hard pressed. You know, I've like I've read some letterbox reviews for this movie where people give it high scores. And some people just like they love how effective it was at being a, a, like an 80s like it's all has to do with being like an uh, an ode to 80s slashers. And to me this is not that. This is like highlighting everything that's bad about 80s slashers where there's no character development. The characters are fucking dispensable. The, the killer is overpowered and can seemingly survive everything. It's just very, it's very unoriginal. Like the only thing original about it, I guess, is I think like the, the, the killer has a signature look. He's like very identifiable, like marketable fucking clown. Like there's no doubt about that. Yep. And, you know, like he's, he's funny. Like I'll give him that. Like he definitely is funnier than a lot of like the main, you know, typical slasher uh, villains that you can think of, but this is like too brutal in my opinion to be on the same level as those like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, you know, uh, Leatherface and Freddy and Jason. This like, this is just something entirely different to me. Like I, I view it differently. And 
Um, I don't think it's for it's any better because of that. So, like this is coming in as the uh, the new lowest score for USAS one point seven, uh, making it eleven yep. out of eleven on the score and dead fucking last. Uh, I'm putting this as uh, slightly better than Lights Out. Um, which I gave a 1.2. So this is my new second least favorite movie that we've reviewed so far. But I think it's very justified because we've watched some pretty good movies, a couple average movies, and this is the first real shitter that I think we watched. Well, that's not true. I think Lights Out, you can you can deem a shitter. Hey, everybody. This is John. Uh, just doing a little bit of editing here for the Terrifier episode, and I'm uh, just throwing in Chris's, uh, Chris's thoughts on the movie, and I have to say that... Uh, I don't think we watched the same movie. There might be another Terrifier out there somewhere uh, where Chris got these crazy ideas. Uh, But this movie is a shitter, folks. Do not let him convince you otherwise. Uh, Anyways, here's Chris's thoughts. Hello, everyone. It's Chris. I am back. I apologize for the nature of this episode. I was under the weather when it came time to record the Terrifier episode. So here I am. About a week or so later, uh, feeling better. Don't sound the best. Hopefully, I don't sound too bad coming through the mic, but um, that is why we're kind of doing this episode the way we are. But we still want to get my thoughts and kind of keep some continuity for each episode. So I'm going to be able to talk about Terrifier, give my scores and all that good stuff. Um, I guess one thing I didn't do was look at the movie poster, but we can figure that out later. That's not a big deal. Just talk about the movie itself, I guess. So, yeah, this is a uh, a far cry from our last episode, which was Creep. This movie was fucked. There was so much horrific, graphic, just terrible images that were displayed on my screen as I watched this movie. It was very gory, which is a good thing. I liked how gruesome this movie was, and it's a step in the right direction for us for what we've been watching. So... That's the main takeaway from this movie. So if, if you like scary movies, um, but you like it more for the storyline, the plot, the the theoretical idea of some of the scenes, then you know this movie's not really for you because this movie had very little plot and maximum gore. It's so it's a movie about a killer clown. It's actually a style of movie, of horror movie that I like. It's uh, just kind of a a fun idea of a supposedly whimsical character that is just in character but extremely gory and violent um it's a clown that acts like a clown it's art the clown and he pretends to be a clown as he carries out these horrific murders he laughs after he kills his victims and i actually found humor in that as well it was kind of some good comic relief where the clown would just like point and laugh as he was killing his victims um, the clown never said anything too, which I kind of liked. It was almost a, a mix between a mime and a clown. The clown never said a word, never made even a scream when he was being attacked. He was just silent the whole time, which was very creepy. The The character itself of Art the Clown, uh, very well acted, very well, I guess, just written. And how that clown is really portrayed is, is really good to me. It's just, I don't know, it was... It was truly terrifying. This was a movie that kind of, you know, left me looking over my shoulder as I walked outside my house into the dark. It was it was that that type of movie. It was scary. So 
Um, you get Art the Clown. You get the uh, the female victims of Dawn, Tara, and Tara's sister, Vic, as well as the unnamed crazy lady that was hanging out in the abandoned warehouse. There was a couple of exterminators who were in there, or actually thought was kind of a good level to the plot. And it was... Uh, it was a very simple movie. It takes place over one night. Again, something I like in a movie where it's very easy to follow. We're not, you know, spreading ourselves out over multiple days and scenes and locations. It's basically two locations. And one of them is really the main location for the whole movie. I liked a lot of this movie. And I'm going to try to think of a couple of things real quick that I didn't like. Um, I'm sure John didn't like the lack of plot to the movie. Um, there really wasn't much. It was these two girls leaving a party, just, you know, basically stranded. Their cars got a flat and they're also too drunk to drive, which was a thing I liked in this movie was that they weren't drunk driving. You know, shout out to that. Um, I guess I didn't really like some of the sequences where the characters kind of acted after they were escaping the clown. They kind of just seemed to fall right back into his into his clutches. But that's any movie, so I'm not really going to dock it too much for that. You know, I know I'm usually the guy who's picking apart movies for being realistic. And, you know, every movie's got things that are unrealistic. But this movie it actually didn't have too much of that. But, um, And I guess the only thing I didn't like as well, some of the dialogue, some of the uh, acting from both uh, Dawn and Tara... It's a little subpar. I mean, Dawn was, I think, just made out to be an obnoxious character. So I... Didn't like her in particular, but I think she was written that way. And again, some of the dialogue though was just kind of like, whatever, didn't really do much for me. But other than that, you know, there really wasn't too much I didn't like about the movie. It's a quick watch. It was about an hour and 25 minutes, I think, was the runtime. It was action-packed. There really wasn't any downtime in this movie between brutal killings and just very creepy scenes. Um, and I... Art the Clown is a fantastic character. He, if we, if we were to rank the villains, he might be my top villain. I have to go back and look, but you know he is just a really well done killer clown. Um, so some of the scenes I liked in this movie were early on. There's a there's a scene where uh, Dawn is still in the car. And she's just kind of like messing around waiting for uh, her friend Tara to get back. She went inside and Dawn just kind of like hears over the radio the killing that just happened at the place that they were just at. And then Arthur Clown shows up in the car. I thought that was actually just an interesting kind of scene where they call back to the scene just before and, and basically reveal to Dawn. That's where the girl starts to realize something's amiss. Um, I did like the scene where... Tara, as she's being chased around inside the warehouse early on, and right after Art kind of gets her for a second, she gets away, hides behind something, and, like, throws a little something to distract him, throw him off her trail. So just kind of big galaxy brain move by her to distract him. But inevitably, she was going to meet her demise to this clown. Everybody dies to this clown. Um, I did like the scene, too, where... Tara's fighting back and she's kind of got him on the rope. She's telling him like, get up, you know, she's beating his ass and he just pulls out a gun and shoots her. It was like such a, such a funny move to be like, yeah, this clown's actually got a gun and you know, you're fucked either way. So I like that scene. And then he just like goes back into the room where he had killed Dawn 
and like is rummaging around in his garbage bag of tools looking for an extra magazine for his gun because he ran out of ammo. Um, but yeah, actually right before that is the scene that's probably the most gruesome where Art cuts Dawn in half upside down from between the legs down to the skull. That was that was something. I was I was truly half looking at the screen at that point because it was so gruesome. So that that was that was probably the the highlight of the movie in terms of the gore. I can't think of too much off the top of the head that that takes the cake. Um, I also like the crazy lady, just a random character that they threw in there of this woman who's obsessed with this doll, thinks it's her daughter. She's clearly delusional, and she thinks she can cure Art the Clown by giving him a mother's touch, and he obviously is not receptive of that and scalps her, cuts her boobs off, and wears them. Uh I would I would say another one of my favorite scenes too is where Art just finds this random tiny bicycle in this warehouse and is riding it around looking like an absolute goober. It's so funny. Like it's I can tell that the director wanted that to be like a, a funny scene, but it was also very creepy, you know, very um jigsaw puppet esque of riding around a little trike type thing. So I think overall my favorite scene is it's gonna have to be the scene with uh with the gun because he basically he pulls the gun on her shoots her like in the leg or something and like shoots her in the in the face basically like it wasn't a kill shot he like kind of shot through her cheek whatever and he like looks at the gun with just such disappointment on his face like why isn't this working and he like stomps off to go to the other room and rummage through his bag to go find another magazine to put in his gun like it was just such a, a silly way to be in the middle of brutally murdering somebody and, you know, shooting them basically. And then when he gets back with the extra mag, you know, loaded gun, he just empties the clip again into her face. It's, it's very, oh, well, he doesn't empty the clip, I guess, because the gun comes back at the end when Art inevitably kills himself. Um, so I would say that would be my favorite scene, but in case John or Sauce pick that, um, I think my second favorite would probably be when he's riding around on the bike. And I guess if I will do one more honorable mention, it's when um, Victoria, Tara's sister, shows up to, you know, she showed up to try to pick him up, but, you know, inevitably gets caught up in all the chaos. Um, she was caught at one point by Art, but is, is escaping. She kind of like stabs him in the toe and then runs away. And his Art's kind of like grabbing at his foot. He just flips her off as she's running away. I thought that was hilarious too. So it's a couple of my favorite scenes there. Um, there's a lot of good scenes in this movie to to talk about, but those three are my favorite. Um, yeah, overall, I think, um, I guess real quick with the characters, there's kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, the good, I guess, would be Tara, because she died via gunshot after being able to put up a good fight against Art the Clown. So she had the, the best of the deaths out of them, because it was, in theory, relatively quick with just bullet holes. Um, the bad would have been Victoria. Um, she is the lone survivor. Um, she ends up living at the end, but is brutally scarred, extremely deformed. She lived through some of the worst of it, and but she lived. And she all, it's also bad because she basically got roped into this just because her sister and her friend got drunk and couldn't drive home and needed a ride. So she's just an absolute um, you know, collateral damage, casualty of war type situation where she should have never been there in the first place. And the ugly has got to be Dawn, the the blonde character who just gets cut in half from her vagina. It's 
one of the most ridiculous things that a director can think of for how to kill off a character in a movie, and they show it in in quite some detail. So that's the good, the bad, and the ugly of the uh, the three girls are the main main victims. The other victims would be the crazy lady. You know, she she just kind of gets gets killed. Whatever. Her scenes were pretty good, though. I enjoyed her as a character. And then there's the exterminators. There's Mike, the exterminator, the original one who lets Tara into the building. He's actually was almost the hero of the day, but still gets his face literally smashed inward. Um, and then Mike's partner shows up because Mike sent out a call right before Art smacks him over the head with a hammer. And he, his partner shows up, gets his head cut off. So those guys were just kind of whatever, but I thought they were a good uh, extra layer to the movie. Um, yeah. You know, Art the Clown, definitely the villain. Definitely a great villain. One of the best that we've reviewed so far. Movie itself, it was good. I really like this movie. I'm going to give it a 4.1. I think that falls in my top three. Not top three. Might be tied for one of those spots. Um, I'm not a big, like, I need to have a, a really in-depth plot with Easter eggs and foreshadowing and all that stuff. I obviously enjoy that, you know. Midsummer was a great movie, had a lot of depth to it, but a movie like this with bare minimum plot still just delivered, you know, great characters, specifically art, and just the the amount of suspense and true terror that the director is able to instill with some of these scenes and the way that Art the Clown acts as he's doing some of these horrific things, it's really well done. And I think that makes up for any sort of lack of plot or you know weak dialogue between some of the characters i think that it the gore in the movie takes over the top and it is truly a horror movie it's it was good i i really much enjoy this movie i guess there's a second one that just came out recently or is coming out recently i didn't do too much research i really just watched the movie and hopped on to, to talk about it so um i'm looking forward to hopefully watching the next one sometime soon and I think this is a really good watch for any true diehard horror fan. This will be right up their alley. You're a newer horror fan. Maybe you want to watch a few other ones to get up to speed before you, you dive right into this one. But I'd recommend it. Anybody who likes horror movies should watch this movie. I think that they'll enjoy it. And I'm glad I watched it. So um, enjoy listening to the rest of the episode with Sauce and John. They're going to go through most of the plot. I'm sure they already have. So... Hope you all enjoy. We'll see you uh, next week for Smile. Oh, wait. We should get into some spooky trivia. Yeah. Um, so this one... Let, let me uh, see if you can guess the budget for this movie, Sauce. If you were to take a stab at oh, it. Oh, God. Like like we said, there was only... I mean, the graphics were good, but there, it's only set in two locations. Um, yeah. They did hire a decent amount of actors. I'm going to say, like... 1.5 million. Well, let me make sure I have the right number here. Okay. It is okay. not 1.5 million. Um, okay. I will let you take another stab at it. And I want you Can to you take at least give me higher or lower. It is significantly lower. Oh boy. Um, like 750,000. No, take another zero off of there. Jeez. What, what are we doing here? So, 90k this budget was $35,000 oh my god so I think this I is mean the considering lowest... that like yeah it's pretty impressive fuck, I could 
I could scrap up the funds and throw together a movie this budget. If I no, save I think up if we money, got together ten people, I think we'd yes, be able to like, fund, like fund the two this of movie. us could pair up our money if we really wanted to and fund a movie of this caliber, which is yes. crazy to think about. It is thirty five thousand dollars. I'm trying to find a return on investment, but I think this has given me the same shit that it gave me with Creep. Probably where, because it's like a Netflix movie. Yeah, or, it doesn't really you know. have a box office return or anything like that. Wow. Um, that, that does kind of surprise me, though, a lot. Yeah, they. I mean, they did, they did quite it. a bit with the special effects with that budget. It almost exclusively went towards that um, because they yeah. spent probably $0 on the setting. They probably just fucking went to the local Brownfield site uh, that was you know, a condemned building and just fucking filmed there. And then this, some yeah. guy's pizzeria. Uh, and then they just invested in fucking the practical effects of this shit getting strung up with some chains. So, yeah, I mean, there's fucking nothing to this movie. So I'll give it some credit for, you know, at least making a pretty polished final product. It's just uh, the script is just fucking garbage. Like I, I could have wrote it like there's nothing to it. There's just a bunch of people arrive at, at a scene and they die in various ways. Um so anyways, that's the budget. Just just to throw it out there. This is a sequel movie to All Hallows Eve, which is a horror anthology movie consisting of like I, I watched it before. It has like three segments to it. Two of them are complete ass cheeks. Like the one of them has like this alien in it and it's got to be the dumbest fucking. It, it has to be one of the worst things I've ever seen. It would be funny to eventually maybe get into rotation just to get your thoughts on how bad that is. And we could at least, you know, if we finished, if we get Terrifier 2, which has worked its way into the marble pool, if that shows up again, we can maybe complete the trilogy. That also has an Art the Clown segment in it. And it's kind of similar to what goes on uh, in this movie. It's very much in the same vein. But I found that movie to be pretty tasteless as well, uh, if not even more tasteless than this one. I'll give you some spooky trivia. The main actor for Art the Clown is a previous mime, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I noticed this. This is under the goof section on IMDb that uh, I, we actually noticed this saw us when we were watching it, that, that there's a strangulation scene with um, Art and Tara and Art is not even like grabbing her neck at all. I think he's just kind of got his fingers like on the side of her neck and it's very clear that he is not pressing down on her at all. Um I feel like that's probably pretty common though, because we've mentioned this now a couple times. I know this scenes, also like, happened in Halloween. That, yeah. I wonder if there's like I don't know. I guess it's just common for people don't really want to put force or. I mean, I get that. Take any sort of risk when acting out these scenes. I, I totally get that, but as a director, I don't want that shit on my movie. Like it just makes it so unbelievable. It takes me right out of it. I mean, I noticed it right away. A bunch of people donated to this movie. To fund that, you know, hefty $35,000 budget. I can't imagine that, you know, they probably got like six six people on there that donated to this. And they probably got them over the finish line. Probably got like $20 donations would have seen this through. <laughs> there is a 2018 version of this movie, which it can still be seen, but is not widely available for uh, for watching, obviously, because this is the version that was uploaded to Netflix. So that's the one that most people see. But there is an alternate version of this movie, which I'm interested. I actually did not know that. And I'd be sort of interested not to really see, but just to know what was done differently about it. I can't imagine that, you know, it's all that different because it's very simple. I don't understand what could be that different. The soundtrack. I mean, and if we can get any more graphic than what it already is, then I don't know if it's like a director's cut situation here or like we cut some shit out because of, 
ratings. I mean, this is an unrated movie. So I, I doubt that there's anything worse after what we saw in this one. Yeah, I guess that kind of does it. There's not really a whole lot of trivia on this movie. No. What else? I'm trying to find one more quick thing. Oh, yeah. I thought the soundtrack in this movie was complete fucking ass. There's, we, we noticed during the movie, we wanted to, I want to shut that out real quick. There was just like these weird, like synthesizer, like didgeridoo noises that happen while they're in this parking garage. And yep. it is just bizarre. It, like, I don't, I wouldn't say it's very scary. It's just kind of like, it's very hallucinatory. And it's sort of just like, it doesn't match what's going on on scene at all uh, in my mind. I, I found it to be like, just fucking weird. Like, I don't know. What did you think, Sauce? Do, do you remember anything about it? No, it was it was not anything good that would make me even remember it. But like you said, it, I from what I do remember, it sounded like just like weird synthesizers or like didgeridoo type, yeah, type thing going on. It was on. just it fucking was just... weird. I think that kind of sums it up for Terrifier. Uh, you got anything else you want to say before we put this fucker to bed? No, uh, but... New worst movie. This movie fucking stinks. This movie fucking stinks. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. This movie is a shitter. This movie sucks. But I would say it, it, it can be a good time if you completely just fucking go with the flow. Uh, maybe you... This is another movie that I think we can give this. If you were to, if you were to sit back and get drunk with your buddies, I think this could be a, a, a an enjoyable watch if you can stomach some pretty gnarly fucking visuals. I think it's like, there are some parts in this that are enjoyable. Almost all of it has to do with Arthur clown fucking honking his horn or, you know, throwing on a pair of tits. Like it's just the, the weirdness of this movie is like next level. So I'll give it some points for that. Like, I feel like that's why I'm giving it more than lights out. If lights out, maybe tried to get a little weirder, I would have scored it better. Um, but to me, this movie is a, a certified shitter. Um, you can book that. Um, we'll see what Chris thinks. I'd be surprised if Chris gave this a, a, a high score, but we'll find out. We'll find out very soon. Yes, we will. Yes. So next week, um, I just want to put out there that uh, we just had a, a very significant thing happen in the Marvel race. We just had our very first ever Horror Fiends wild card selection get chosen, which means that one of our fellow Horror Fiends, our dear friend, Adam, we'll check to see if we want him to throw out his last name on there. We have to check with him first, but he will be joining us next week for a movie of his selection. It can be anything. Uh, it just has to be. We don't know yet. It has to be horror related. It can be horror adjacent. There are some. There are some mumblings that it might be Wallace and Gromit, the Return of the Were Rabbit. We'll have to see if that is actually for real. Um, there are also some <laughs> rumblings that we could get something as. Uh, is out there as Human Sentipad 3. So we have a full spectrum here that Adam can pick from. Um, but we will have a guest host next week. It will be our first guest host that we'll be bringing on. So I'm, I'm excited to that. I'm excited to see what Adam has for us. I think that kind of does it for our news. Um, uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at the Horror Fiends. Leave us a review on Spotify. Obviously, it's just getting going. So any review helps us quite a bit. We're just trying to get our, um, you know, the podcast rolling a little bit, build a bit of a following. Um, we're still sort of refining a couple of things, but I think the podcast is definitely taking a step in the right direction. Um, so any support at all, any sort of, you know, review, if you want to share it with your friends or family, please do. Um, it's definitely appreciated. Sauce, you got anything else for the people? Nah, I got nothing. 
just uh, speechless with this shitter of a movie. Um, we'll see if left me without. We'll words. see if uh, our dear friend Adam gives us something better than this. Um, it will not be that hard, but I would not put it past him that he picks something even worse than this shitter. Uh, <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have some time, you know, uh, around Thanksgiving dinner. If you want to throw on Art the Clown and watch him fucking saw someone lengthwise from the coochie down, by all means, show grandma. Maybe have grandma fucking make you some <laughs> apple pie and maybe take some bites of that shit while you're watching Art the Clown go to town. It's a great family movie. Um, and we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Go fuck yourself.